0: How many albums does a band need in order to qualify for the temporary fandom's treatment? As you may know, our shtick is to choose an artist and listen to their complete discography, taking on bands with as many records as The Fall or David Bowie, or elsewhere as few as The Pogues or Number Girl. Today we turn our attention to a band who only ever released two records in their lifetime, although that does leave us time to dip our toes into a couple of EPs and extras as well. In case you don't know already, let me remind you that all our shows can be found at tempfans.com and in all the other places you get podcasts these days. In the show notes, you'll also find a link to the Spotify playlist edit of the show that includes some of the tunes we'll be talking about. It's my favourite way to listen, and if you do like what you hear, please take the time to tell others about us, either via a review or on social media. And if you really like us, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com tempfans. Go and take a look at what we can offer you in exchange for a few euros every month. One thing temporary fandoms will never do is compile a list of the 10 best records of the 90s or attempt to rank artists in their albums. We're simply not about Pantheons, even if we do often scrutinise supposedly classic albums. Nevertheless, today's artists release an album that is often held up as one of the best of its ilk. We'll let you decide whether it deserves such accolades. But first, listen to us argue the toss over whether Jeff Mangum deserves such plaudits as we bring you Louisiana Psychedelic Folk merchants, Neutral Milk Hotel.
1: Hello there, welcome to Temporary Fandoms. Um, We are knee-deep in season three. Um, We are recording everything out of order, so I've just stopped saying episode numbers. Also because I never got them right anyway. um, I'm Ewan. I'm Nick. And today, well, today we're doing one of my favorite bands, but I'm not the one actually doing it, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, as we mentioned on previous episodes, we now have a Patreon set up with mm-hmm. some things in there. Um, you're never going to lose what what we do. We're still going to keep doing, but it'd be nice to actually, you know, cover our costs. Uh, the links are all in the things and the places. Go and have a look. Um, there might even be a quite expensive one that has merch in there. But we're not expecting anybody to actually do that one, but we sell it up anyway. Um, obviously, there's a Spotify playlist. Um, the best place to find it is either the links via the Instagram page or to find us as a user on Spotify, and then you'll find the playlist there. Also, there are links from the episodes on
0: tempfans.com. Okay, you so... In, I feel you really sold our merch there. There's a merch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I haven't designed it yet, but come on. as we're recording this the shirts I'm going to design, they're going to be shit hot and you're going to want one. There's going to be
1: a sticker there's going to be a little bit of artwork, there will be a mug and there There will be a t-shirt distributed over a year if for some reason you like us that much that you want to give us money. And they'll be fucking gorgeous Go and have have a look at some point when this episode has finished So, rejoining um, Nick and myself Uh, Last time you heard him, he was doing possibly one of the best uh, David Bowie impressions you will ever hear, is Lyle Wagonek. Lyle, hey.
2: Hey, how's it going?
1: Good, good. How are you? Good. The fly is no longer in my milk. Yay. Good to know. Good to (laughs) know. And also rejoining us is Norway's premium, uh, premium, premiere, bilingual, Norwegian, English stand-up. Uh, last time you heard him, he was looking incredulously at me as I had opinions that he disagreed with. Aaron Troy-White. Aaron, welcome back.
2: Hello, thank you for having me back. You're more than welcome. Oh, uh, what are we doing today, Aaron? Uh, We are doing the classic 90s indie rock band Neutral Milk Hotel.
1: Uh, This is
2: obviously one for the hipsters and also the people who
1: basically just I'm editing this bit out. This is obviously one for the hipsters and anyone with a flannel shirt and um, and me, because I fucking love them. But I don't think we all do. So we will see as we go. I'm now going to steal Lyle's joke. Who is neutral Milk Hotel? Who is evil Milk Hotel? Who is chaos evil Milk Hotel? And who is good Milk Hotel? Anyway, um... Those who know will know that Neutral Milk Hotel do not have a massive range of albums. Uh, there's only really two proper ones, but we'll be looking at a couple of extra bits today. Um, Aaron, um, what are the albums that we're going to be
2: covering? We're going to be covering their, their first, I guess, official album, Hype City Soundtrack. Um, he did a series of home-recorded tapes for this, but this was the first one that actually got distribution. Not wide distribution, but it got distribution, and that's what counts. Um, Followed by his Everything Is single, um, which started out as a single, but then got beefed up into a proper EP in its uh, most recent form. Um, Then We're going to follow by their two proper albums on Avery Island and the classic, allegedly, uh, In the Aeroplane Over the Sea, and we'll be finishing off with the EP Ferris Wheel
1: on Fire. Awesome. Um, obviously, not everything is on Spotify, so the Spotify playlist will be as representative as we can do. Um, we'll try and put links to any of the other stuff in the show notes. Oh, I'll just go on YouTube. You'll find it. It's there. I mean, come on. it. You can find this stuff. Um, so, I'm going to stop talking. You're going to hear Lyle's voice after the next bit of Musical Sting. How and runs. we're back. Ugh. I'm going to stop talking. You're going to hear Aaron's voice after the. We've got two Americans. They all sound the same to me. You're going to hear Aaron's voice after the musical sting, and we will be back in a bit.
2: Neutral Milk Hotel are one of those bands, like Love and the Stone Roses, that live in the shadow of their era defining album. Even if you've never heard their seminal 1998 release, in the aeroplane over the sea directly, you've doubtless heard their influence on any number of the vast field of Indian folk bands that bloomed in its wake as it flew overhead. And it was that true independent success. Never quite mainstream, but seemingly every music nerd born between 1977 and 1984 has it in their collection. Yet many aren't familiar with their other albums, or even know the full story of the band's enigmatic lead singer, guitarist, and primary songwriter Jeff Mangum, who himself has become a bit of a legend, a man who belted out a series of unhinged ramblings before just disappearing into the night like some sort of manic street preacher. It's probably unfair to the rest of the band to say that Jeff Mangum is a Neutral Milk Hotel, but except for one single album, he was a Neutral Milk Hotel. This is not to ignore the contributions of the rest of the band, who played a huge part in creating a classic, it's just that it wasn't even a band until 1996. One cannot remove Neutral Milk Hotel from the context of the larger Elephant Six Collective, who were a posse of like-minded musicians from the American South with a deep love for Beach Boys-inspired psychedelia and the lo-fi recording aesthetic popularized by Guided by Voices. They quickly gained a cult following, with fans snatching up any release bearing their trademark sticker. Most notable were the Apples in Stereo, the Olivia Tremor Control of Montreal, Elf Power, and Bula. In the late 90s, when they were starting to gain steam in the indie world, these bands seemed like fluid entities just a group of musicians sitting in the hot Athens, Georgia sun, or the mountain air of Denver just smoking weed and playing psychedelic rock. And according to Mangum, this wasn't far from the truth. The different members were all writing their own songs. When it came time to record, they grabbed whoever was around. No matter how you look at it though, Neutral Milk Hotel revolves around Mangum, his voice, his personality, and his hallucinogenic visions that form the basis for the band's surreal lyrics. The four primary founders of Elephant Six all grew up in the small town of Ruston in northern Louisiana. Mangum, along with Robert Schneider, Will Cullum-Hart, and Bill Doss played together in various bands and all but Schneider formed Olivia Tremor Control. Mangum himself started using the moniker Milk early, before adopting the longer title after he learned of another artist with the same name. He eventually left the others to travel around the country recording random tapes with whoever was available. The recordings were mostly for friends, and were traded around with no real concern for maximizing sales. 1993's Hype City soundtrack is often cited as the first official Neutral Milk Hotel album, in that it was actually distributed by a company called Parasol Mail Order for a short time. This album features early versions of songs that would show up in later works, notably Up and Over We Go, which became King of Carrot Flowers Part 3, Engine, and Garden Head, Leave Me Alone. The cassette is near impossible to find, and the album has never been re-released, but it is available on YouTube. It's markedly different to what he'd eventually do later on. It's very much in the psychedelic and indie rock vein more than the folky sound he'd adopt. It's chaotic, experimental, and sounds like it was recorded in a car. Neutral Milk Hotel's first mass-released recording, Everything Is, from 1994, originally featured two songs, but has grown over the years to a full seven-song EP in its latest 2011 release. It serves as a bridge between his tape experiments and the more developed sound of On Avery Island. The single was passed around enough that he gained the attention of the relatively new Merge records. Magnum was ready to record his first album but he knew he'd need some help from an old friend.